0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Double L Show. I'm your host, Louisa Lee. Wondering what the two Ls stand for? In this terribly uncertain time, things are absolutely gross and overwhelming. To combat this, I've challenged myself to laugh and learn something new each day, and this show gives me an opportunity to share that with all of you. Disclaimer, please understand that this show is not intending to be yet another form of toxic positivity, but rather just something to enjoy in spite of everything else going on in the world. Every episode, I'll have a guest here to teach me about something new, and hopefully you guys too. And in return, I'll be attempting, keyword, attempting, to make them laugh. So the double L stand for laughing and learning. And also me, Louisa Lee. Um, so here with me today, I have Fawaz Hamid, uh, who has graciously agreed to give me a lesson in the riveting world of stand up comedy. Before we get started, remember that the goal here is for me to learn new things and for Fawaz to laugh, so we do have a tally chart where we'll be keeping track of how often both of those things happen. Winner gets nothing, except bragging rights, Um, but I'm so competitive that if there was anything more than that, I might get a little aggressive, and we would not want that. Would we us?
1: We would not want anything of the sort. No. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, all right. So let me introduce you to a man that needs no introduction. But I'm really nice, so I'm gonna give him one anyways. Um, you laughed. That was a tell. Oh shit! You got down. me. Mm-hmm. Um. It's
1: gonna be happening a lot.
0: There you go, Falaz Hamid. Falaz is a junior here at the University of Oklahoma who created his own nerdy major where he takes science classes and Spanish classes that he complains about with intentions of going to medical school to be the most hilarious doctor there ever was. Hopefully, he learns to be tasteful and not slip in knock-knock jokes when he's giving life-altering diagnoses. In his free time, Falaz loves watching movies and lecturing me on all the good ones that I haven't seen. Falaz identifies as funny, and most, um, although of course probably not all people would agree, um, he probably wouldn't describe himself as an expert in stand-up comedy, although he's given stand-up performances at the fur shop, the loony bin, and various OU events where there's a microphone, such as the Oklahoma Creativity Festival and Winter Welcome Week open mic nights. So, if there's anyone better to give me a lesson in stand-up comedy that goes to OU, they didn't agree to be on the show. We're stuck with Fawaz. So <laughs> thank you for being here, Fawaz. We're very excited to get started.
1: Well, thank you so much for such a killer introduction. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Of course. And did I Di leave anything out? Is there anything else? You no, want I
1: think to say? you added some extra stuff in there, to be oh, honest.
0: <laughs> no. Maybe. Maybe I did. Okay, so usually we start the show with me um, saying everything I think I know about the subject at hand. Um, And then I'm fact-checked by the expert just to really demonstrate that I'm very much in need of a lesson in whatever the subject matter is, which I am. Um, Okay, so number one thing, and these are all just pulled from the crevices of my brain, um, except for the last one, I only knew four, so I did consult Google for the last one. But the other four, straight out of my brain. So Fawaz, correct me if I'm wrong. You got it. Okay, number one, if no one laughs, it's not stand-up comedy; it's just a speech.
1: Uh, I think that's absolutely true, but I'd be remiss to say that speeches don't make you laugh.
0: Oh, that's true. I didn't really think about that. Hmm. Okay, fine. All right. I <laughs> guess. I guess I am o for one, o for o, right now. Um. Or wait, o for one. Would that be wins losses?
1: I mean, either I'm way. I'm o
0: for one. Zero wins, one loss, because that one was incorrect. Okay, number two. I'm feeling better about this one. John Mulaney is a stand up comedian.
1: You know, some people would disagree. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> but okay. well, I think that's a correct I feel fact. Like if we can you give have
0: it. Netflix stand up <laughs> specials, you are a stand up comedian.
1: I mean, if that's the definition we're going to go with. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, one for one. Thank you. Carlos would disagree with you. I know Carlos would disagree (laughs) with me. I know. All right. Um, Number three, stand-up comedy has risen in popularity since Netflix and other streaming services have started producing specials.
1: Oh, definitely. I don't even know how people saw comedy before Netflix specials. Like, paying for tickets and going to shows, I feel like that doesn't really happen in Oklahoma at all.
0: No, I don't think so. The only thing I can think of is, like, comedy clubs. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um I also feel like you like you had to go you had to go see it. Yeah. It wasn't something that you could stream or anything or, I mean, obviously. But you wouldn't go to Blockbuster and rent a stand-up special. Mm-hmm.
1: You could never rewatch it either. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um okay, number 4. It is very hard to make money as a stand-up comedian.
1: You know, I feel like if you do make it as a stand-up comedian, it's really easy. But a lot of comics I know, like, they just rely on, like, CD sales to get by. They have to travel all over, like, just selling CDs, going to different, like, comedy clubs. And Mm -hmm. in that sense, it's pretty hard. I've made, like, zero money (laughs) doing comedy. just want (laughs) to put that out there. Okay, then
0: maybe you shouldn't be. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't be the guest. No, that's okay. I don't. I would love to meet one person at the University of Oklahoma who has made <laughs> money as a stand-up comedian. You keep laughing. I hope you're.
1: I I no. Don't worry. Don't worry.
0: I need to. I need to write down that I learned something. I'll I'll do that in a second. Okay. The list is the last one, and this is the one I got from Google, so I know that it's right. So I don't need you to fact check it. <laughs> but the mother of modern stand-up is Mitzi Shore, and do you know what she founded?
1: Modern stand-up.
0: Well, yes, but she founded like a. She Uh-oh. founded Comedy Central.
1: Oh, that's so cool.
0: Comedy Central was founded by a woman. One point for the women today. <laughs> Good job. Good job, ladies. OK, but as as I mentioned several times, that last one I pulled from Google. I clearly don't know much about stand-up comedy, so I'm definitely in need of a lesson. So let me get my little learning sheet out I get a pen. And then we will get right into this lesson. OK. So, was, how did you get started slash interested in stand-up comedy?
1: Well, it was something I was new. I always really wanted to do. I didn't really know how to get into it, though. I used to work at this pizza place in Tulsa called Andolini's, and one of the waiters there was a stand-up comic. Uh, and then later, a couple years later in college, I reached out to him, told him I was interested. He told me the places to go, people to talk to, and from there, it just kind of bloomed off.
0: Okay, and how old were you?
1: It was about my freshman year when I started
0: of college. Of Older. college,
1: yeah. Okay. So I think I was. Gosh, how old was I? Must have been eighteen. Sounds right. Let's <laughs> go with it. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Perfect. Um, and like, what is the first stand-up thing that you remember interacting with, even if it was like before that?
1: I think the first stand-up thing I interacted with. That I like really internalized was a comedy special on Netflix. Actually, it was Chris Rock's Tambourine. That was the first comedy special I saw.
0: Mm, I don't think I've seen that one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Good to know. Okay, so getting in, getting into it. What would you say are like the basic elements of stand-up comedy?
1: Right. So I broke those down into three things, just like a good student would. (laughs) Thank goodness I (laughs) sent
0: you the questions beforehand. Oh, what? You You did? Oh, gosh. I know. Yeah. Thank goodness.
1: Well, first one, which I think is probably the most important one, is making it relatable. Like giving the audience something that they can tie themselves back to. It doesn't always have to be something that everybody can relate to. But I think Seinfeld does a really great job of this because he's always pulling Mm -hmm. stuff from everyday life. The second thing I put in and was you,
0: by Seinfeld. You mean Jerry Seinfeld? Oh yeah, yes, yes, Jerry. You. Yes. you have to remember the audience. We're not experts out here, so
1: that's true. My bad. That's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, two. That's, that's another tally.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm doing better today. You're
1: doing fantastic. Thank you. Uh, the next one I had was it's got to be somewhat surprising and it's got to like invert your expectations mm. a little bit. It's got to like take you somewhere and then show you something new. I feel like it's hard to describe, but, like, when you hear it, you know it. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I
0: mean? Yes. Yes. So, we've got relatability, and then we've got an element of surprise.
1: Exactly. Oh, so well put. Perfect. The third thing I put down was just confidence. I feel like a lot – this is what hangs up a lot of people. Yes. But if you just, like, trust your material, trust what you got is good, Mm -hmm. and even if it's not good, if you just go up there with a good attitude, it's going to come out great.
0: Well, because you know what, like, the least funny – well, okay, I feel like with anything – Like performance wise, Mm -hmm. you're trying to sell it to the audience. And the number one rule of sales is to not, is to sell yourself, right? And to not be down on yourself. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why I hate, you know, even when someone, or I don't hate it, but it, I don't, I wish people would not when they get up to do like a presentation or speech, when people get up there and they're like, this is probably going to be bad, but like, just bear (laughs) with me. But it's like, okay, well now I'm already Mm -hmm. expecting it to be bad if you wouldn't have said that the word bad wouldn't have even been circulating in my brain so yes and i feel like there's a there's a tendency to be self-deprecating with humor mm-hmm. and i feel like there's a way to do that with still keeping your confidence like you said
1: exactly yeah you got to have some style with it
0: absolutely okay good mm-hmm. are those the, the basic elements
1: oh yeah those are my those are my 3 Okay, again from a non-expert. Those which, are the three basic which elements. Which
0: one do you think you are the best or the best at and then which one do you think you have the most room to grow?
1: Man. That's a good question actually. I think I'm the best at It's it's tough because I feel like a lot of it's really hit or miss. Okay. I feel like I'm good at making a nice surprising change like shifting the way people think just cuz I feel like I've that's the one like I've I've studied the most, you know, if mm-hmm. I'd studied stand up comedy. I think the one I need the most work in is confidence, because I feel like I can pull it off, but sometimes up on the stage I feel like I just get way too in my head.
0: Maybe you do, but it doesn't show. I oh. I have I have watched Fawaz do stand up comedy and I've never I've never had any critiques for you. Oh well I appreciate
1: so. it. I'll add that to my confidence. Yeah, oh good. <laughs> yes.
0: Happy I'm I'm happy to help. Okay, awesome. So just to review, relatability surprise, and confidence. There we go. I feel like another thing I really like when I do watch stand-up, which, again, I don't watch as much as you, but um, is when they say something at the very beginning and then at the very end, it circles back to it. Oh, that's so good, yeah. Genius. It's It's like chef's kiss.
1: Chris Rock does a good job of that in his tambourine special, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Or, like, there's one... I'm sorry to reference John Mullaney again. Um, sorry if Carlos is listening to say his name <laughs> Immediately on air just turns again, it off. Like, I've heard enough of I this. I know. <laughs> um, but that one where he talks about his mom thinking he's a ghost. Have you seen that one? I have not. When he was just like a five year old with a really big t shirt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very funny. But yes, I feel like that's another thing if you can manage to do something at the beginning and then bring it back at the end. That's like. That just—that's mm-hmm. good advice altogether. for like any sort of art. Ties writing. it up with a. That's true. That's true. Because stand-up comedy is art. It's no different than any other form. Okay. Um, why do you think you're passionate about or interested in stand-up comedy?
1: I well definitely am passionate about stand-up comedy. Can't lie about that. I've always enjoyed telling jokes. I've always liked being, the funny guy. I feel like that's just kind of the role I find myself leaning towards. Even though I'm not always that funny. But I feel like I'm always been really awkward, like you know, you know me, you know I can be kind of awkward at times, and that's why stand-up comedy scared me so much because I know like being relatable and smooth. (laughs) I've never thought that in my life. It's such a big part of it, and I really wanted stand-up comedy to like help me break that barrier, help me like become more comfortable with like speaking to other people, be more comfortable with myself, and it's done a great job of that.
0: And do you think that you have? How have you changed? And I know I didn't send you this question beforehand, so No, you're okay. good, you're good. But how do you think you've changed since you've gotten interested and involved in stand-up comedy? Do you think you've evolved at all?
1: I think I've definitely become a lot more comfortable just with my social interactions. It was kind of around like the halfway point of my freshman year in college, which is a you know big changing point for a lot of people. People are finding themselves, and I think this helped, definitely helped me do that.
0: So you've, would you say that you have officially and without any intention of going back, you have found yourself.
1: <laughs> I guess so, unless I change again. You wow. never know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Woke.
0: Okay. Awesome. Um, and then how have you like learned about stand-up comedy? Like, what did you do to to learn about it?
1: It sounds kind of bad, but I really just watched other comics that I liked and just wrote down things that they did, and then tried to make it my own kind of like stealing or vandalism or however you want to think about it (laughs) there's this
0: I'm a I know you take all those science classes but I take all of the arts classes yeah and in the arts classes we always talk about every type of art and every idea has already been thrown out and all new ideas are just improvements of those ideas so you're not not, you're not stealing anything unless you Actually, literally, word for word. Oh no, no, no! Them.
1: That is that's shameful. Are you that is
0: confessing to plagiarism <laughs> right now? <laughs> highly, pl- highly looked down on. On, <laughs> on the air.
1: Never, never would plagiarize school or comedy. Anybody steals a joke, <laughs> they're they're <laughs> out not of here. Let's not get the OU
0: integrity council <laughs> involved. <laughs> that right. is the last person that needs to be tuning into this show. Perfect.
1: Um, hey, maybe there's somebody on the integrity council. Like, you know, uh, want to get started? Don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> like, Got to get out of this job. Like.
0: And then. Man, man. We welcome you yeah, if you're listening. Yeah, come on in. Come on <laughs> in. Um, teach us about integrity. Um, all right. Do you have any personal rules for stand-up comedy?
1: I do. I do. So, so on that on that uh, topic, never steal somebody else's <laughs> joke. Okay. Like, never, like, that's somebody else's content. And, you know, like I said, you can be influenced by it, You can take ideas from it. But if you just take somebody else's joke, you're just... Mm-hmm. You know, it's not right to yourself or to that comic, and it's not fair.
0: And and to that point, I um you know, I know Amy Schumer is a comedian that gets a lot of hate, I feel like. Yeah. And um and like, you know, some of it rightfully so, some of it, you know, I don't know. But I will say, I li- I liked her, I thought she was funny, and then I was like looking up her stuff, and there was a whole, mm-hmm. there's so many videos of all these jokes she's stolen. Yeah. And it just like totally ruined like all those things I thought that were, that she's done that were funny, mm-hmm. that weren't stolen or whatever, just like kind of ruined her credibility, which is so sad for me. And so I agree, I agree. Stealing jokes is not, it's not cute. Yeah. Especially from, like, smaller comedians. Oh, for sure. Can you imagine if Amy Schumer, like, stole your joke?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. No, that would make me feel awful. I remember I was going to, like, post some of my stuff on YouTube just to see how it would do, but then somebody told me, like, don't ever do that because it will be stolen. Yeah, because
0: they'll steal it. They're vultures. (laughs) Ugh, yeah. Okay, next.
1: Now, next rule I had is never... I try to never tell a joke at somebody's expense other than myself or somebody Mm -hmm. made up. Like, I would never... I would hate it if, like... Like my friends were in the crowd, and I like made a joke about them, like depreciating them. That would be right. such a mean thing to do. I feel like if you do make a joke at somebody else's expense, it's got to be yourself, a stranger you've never met, and you know you will never see, <laughs> <laughs> or somebody who just doesn't exist. Yeah. Those are the three.
0: Well, and there's a there's a way to tell a story about someone. Yeah. That's funny without like like you said. No, that's true. Yeah. Expense. That's a good rule. You're very kind <laughs> to have that rule for yourself.
1: I appreciate it. And my, my third rule, final rule, is, you know, going back to the basics, is to never rely on the surprise. I feel like if the build-up is mm. boring and it's like the surprise is all you're counting on, it's just not that it's just not that good a show. you got to be able to count on the material and the build-up. The surprise can't be everything that they're looking forward to. I feel like that's why, again, I haven't watched a lot of John Mulaney, but I think that's a lot of the issues people have with him, is that he relies too much on the surprises. But again, I haven't uh, seen him, so, you know, disclaimer.
0: Yes, that's... that's okay that's good to know um okay so i know i know i didn't give you this question but let's say that you're making a recipe for stand-up comedy (laughs) and it's like a recipe for a cake yeah okay so like what portion or like what's the cake what's the icing what's the sprinkles you know what i mean i got you i got you and you can think about it for a second
1: yeah this is a great question thank you Man. Okay, so the cake, I feel like, would definitely have to be, like, the base, the buildup. Like, I feel like every, or most comedy is, like, telling a story, mm-hmm. and this buildup's got to have, like, a lot of depth to it. It's got to be, like, okay. moist, rich, but nothing, like, too heavy to swallow. Like, something that people can reasonably enjoy, but it's not, like, stealing from everything else going on, you sure. know? Frosting, yeah. I would say, is the little surprise you add. Like, it's that mm-hmm. little finish that you have that just makes the whole thing... Sweeter and just come together a lot better.
0: But you don't eat a can of icing.
1: Exactly. Oh, dang. You're running it, away from well, it. Do. I like Sometimes. it. Sometimes. <laughs> I have before. I really
0: actually have. But you shouldn't. It's bad for
1: you. And then so. the, the sprinkles. I feel like a lot of this stuff and a, like a lot of comics, like a lot of stuff that they stay on stage is stuff that they come up with like in that moment, just going off what the crowd is like mm-hmm. reacting to, what they're like laughing at, like if their interests are in drawing in. Yeah. And going off that, I feel like those are that's the final touch. Yeah. Like you just gotta be in there in the moment.
0: Have you watched um it's on Netflix, it's a three episode series, it's two comedians.
1: Oh uh Middleton Swords? Yes. Yeah, Have you yeah, yeah. That? I love it, yeah.
0: <laughs> so funny and they're really good at that at playing off the audience mm-hmm. and I feel like that also makes the show more personal Yeah, and it makes it draws the audience in um, and makes them buy in more mm-hmm. would you agree that stand up comedy is kind of a partnership between you and the audience
1: I think so for sure like they're putting their trust in you with like their money and their time that you're gonna make them laugh and you're like putting your trust in them that they're gonna listen and like you know listen to like you putting yourself out there, listening to you put your art out there. Yeah. Heckler is a uh, side.
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Do you have more personal rules or were those it?
1: Those are it. Okay, perfect. Yeah.
0: I, could, I couldn't remember how many we'd. So wait, to review, personal rules. Don't steal. Right. Um, don't make a jokes at other people's expense. Yep. If you can help it, which you can. I think if you can't help it, you're just mean. You're <laughs> yeah. just a mean person mm-hmm. and you're not actually funny. Um and then third don't rely on the surprise too much.
1: You got it. Oh. Such a good student. I'm listening. <laughs> I am
0: laughing, learning and listening. So. Triple L. Um triple L. My middle name actually starts with a K, so that that won't work. <laughs> okay. Know- knowing.
1: <laughs> Knowledge. Oh,
0: that's good. Okay, that's good. Um okay. What do you wish everyone knew about stand-up comedy?
1: This is so cheesy, but the one thing I wish everybody would know is that they can definitely do it. Like, if mm-hmm. you want to have a joke or a funny story, you know, maybe past COVID, maybe you we'll, we should wait before co- sure. uh, for COVID to end. <laughs> Thank but
0: you. We are COVID believers in, <laughs> in the studio. Yes.
1: So. But there's so many, like, comedy is really small in Oklahoma, but there's a lot of comedy clubs. There's a lot of open mics in OKC and Tulsa that if you just want to go to, you just go the night they're doing it, sign up, and you can have four minutes to just try it out. It's a lot of fun. And if something bad happens... It's in front of a room full of strangers you're never going to see again. (laughs) (laughs) So you should definitely go for it.
0: That is so so true. It's just a bunch of strangers. Okay, and then do you think there are any misconceptions that people have about stand-up comedy?
1: I do. This actually leads into what I said before about the strangers. So when I first did comedy, I thought like, you know, I was in my head like if I do bad, these people like... They're going to, like, heckle me. They're going to boo me, all that (laughs) stuff like that. But the first night I went, I was, like, a little nervous. I just kind of said, sorry, guys. This is my first night. Mm -hmm. And everybody started, like, clapping for me, said I was doing great. And then after, uh, I think i I like to believe I gave a pretty good show. And afterwards, like, one of the comedy club owners came up to me and said I did great. Offered for me to, like, come do a thing at the Looney Bin, which was awesome. Like, everybody was really nice. Like, the community is just really, really embracing and uplifting. And I think that's one of the most fantastic parts about stand-up comedy.
0: (sighs) so sweet I did not know that he didn't pay you though <laughs> no <laughs> no Next time. Um, okay and then I'm gonna switch I feel like I've been like waiting to get to this question this whole time I wish I had put it at the top Do you have any stand-up comedy heroes like who do you like to watch?
1: Oh this was such a hard question because I have uh, so many heroes cool.
0: we've got nothing but time so <laughs> go right ahead.
1: Okay, if I had to print it down... Oh, there's so many, though. Okay, yeah. I, I'll, I'll bring it down to the honorable mentions, and then I'll do a top three. Is sure. that okay?
0: That, hey, go ahead. Thank,
1: <laughs> thank you. Okay, well, first one, I got to say Gabriel Iglesias. Fluffy, I love him so much. He, like, is so good at doing build-up and not relying on mm-hmm. the twist. Like, his mm-hmm. stories are so well thought out, but they're so funny through the whole thing, and mm-hmm. I, I love that so much. And his TV show is awesome, too. Love that guy. Uh, Chris Rock, I do not like... A lot of stuff he says, I don't know if I if I would ever say, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with, but he has so much, like, charisma. Like, I don't think anybody can deny. He has a lot of confidence he on says the stage. He some
0: controversial stuff, but people don't hate on him mm-hmm. because he has so much charisma. And I would also say credibility, too. Yeah. that
1: He's yeah. been doing it for a long time, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Bo Burnham, another person I really like. Mm-hmm. I, well, a lot of stuff Bo Burnham jokes about, like, I personally don't find funny, but some of the stuff he jokes about I think is just hilarious and like eye-opening in so many right ways and he's really good at making songs too song comedy is so good and he's mm-hmm. the best at it yeah man okay so now for the top three top three okay I'll try to build it up so in third place I would have Seinfeld you know like or Jerry Seinfeld Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> one of the the legendaries like, like I mentioned earlier like so good at taking something relatable like socks in the dryer and just making a whole story a whole joke a whole set about it and I think that's just so organic and natural and it's like I feel like that's the comedy like everybody can do but he's the only one who can really master it
0: Mm. are you gonna try to it?
1: <laughs> i did try once at the at the ocf but i feel like that was my that was my worst set that i did i feel I like i didn't I do it good one. no it was it was a little bit smaller it was oh. fun doing it but it, it's definitely a lot harder he's really really good at it and you know if you watch the oh Seinf- seinfeld you know all okay, about it Okay,
0: but i feel like if there's a small audience that's not a great reading <laughs> on if it's actually funny or not that's a good point have you ever taken statistics, Mr. Mr. Science Math, and all of that?
1: I have a long statistics. while ago.
0: You know, you have to get a good sample size. That's true. That's and a good point. And if your audience is small, <laughs> that's not a good sample size to know if you're actually funny. Yeah. So will
1: hold on to that. It's another confidence boost. Yes. Man, you're really, really gassing me up this you're, show. I love it.
0: Don't count on it ever happening again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next is Dave Chappelle. Like, I think I mentioned Seinfeld was the all-time great. I think Dave Chappelle is what people mostly consider to be, like, the best comedian alive. Mm-hmm he's really fantastic like he also does surprise really well like he has a really good way of just like reorienting the way you think about things not necessarily everyday things but just issues in general and again i don't agree with everything he says he's also very 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 controversial Mm -hmm. but i think something kevin hart said about him once that i really appreciated. he was talking about how he and i think chris rock were like preparing for a set they were like doing pretty good and then dave came in and performed and they immediately like, crumpled up their notes and just walked out because they knew they could never compete with him. I think he called him like, he said he's like a UFC fighter who fights by just rolling around on the floor and kicking you with his hands. Oh he just goes gosh. in every way you don't expect, that and I love it. That's so
0: funny. You know what? I think what really like showed me how great of a comedian he is, which not that anybody needs to show me that he, Dave Chappelle is a great comedian, but like, you know is when he hosted the SNL episode Mm -hmm. that happened the day that, like, the election was finalized. And they... I mean, I think that they were, like, waiting to see what they were even going to be able to show Mm -hmm. because of the news... The 24-hour news cycle and NBC having to, like, you know, have the news on all day long, like, while the election was still being called. And they just threw Dave Chappelle up there (laughs) for, what, like, 12 minutes? Mm -hmm. And he just...
1: You went on. Kept going. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: and he was so f- and he just went mm-hmm. everywhere and at the end but at the end it felt like a complete set. Yeah. And like that had to have been somewhat improvised because I feel like that whole that whole episode was just like on the thrown together in the last second. <laughs> so I don't know. No, Dave, I, yeah, Dave Chappelle's incredible.
1: And I love that monologue so much just because like it's funny, but it's also like sincere. It,
0: yes, it is. And it doesn't feel cheap because of the comedic elements either Mm -hmm. like it's still just as sincere as it would be if he was just comforting you after a bad day at school yeah
1: he has another set just like that I think came out last summer uh, and it was in response to like the the police brutality deaths and everything going on Mm -hmm. But like it's funny but it's also like just really heartfelt sincere and just him trying to cope with everything that's going on. If you guys are like, you know, want to watch any comedy sets from that, definitely watch that one. My last one, my all-time all favorite time favorite comedian, the one who inspired me to start comedy in the first place, the one who gave me so much representation on the comedy stage for the first time in reality, it's definitely Hassan Minaj. Love yes. him so much. The most relatable comedian yes. for me personally ever. Somebody who I can always watch and always get a laugh out of. I love him so much. I love him to death.
0: And he's hilarious. So good. And really smart. Yeah. Like, really smart comedy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would not want to get into an argument with him. (laughs) Like, you know, and I like to argue, but Mm -hmm. I would not want to argue with him. Yeah. Like, he would school me. And I I don't think we would even be disagreeing. I think I would agree (laughs) with everything he was saying. I just, you know, I would not want to be on the the receiving end end (laughs) of that. But, yeah, he is hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he's done a good job of um, making space for other comedians of color as well. I think so, too. Which is, you know, needed and necessary, so.
1: He's fantastic. I was so sad his uh his show Patriot Act got canceled.
0: I know. He'll do something else, though. He will, yeah. He'll do And months. you know what I also thought was really cool is when he was on Ellen's show, and she mispronounced his name. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? I haven't seen that. Okay. It sounds good, though. she, he sa- she said, like... I don't Minaj. Yeah, I don't know how she said it, but she said it wrong, and it's like, Ellen, your whole job is to <laughs> say the name of the people who come on your show. Can you imagine if you came in here and I was like, Fawaz? Like, and, and not that, you know, I have much, as much clout as Ellen, or as many things to do as Ellen, maybe, but, like, still, you yeah. know, like, that's your one job. And he was like, that's not how you say it, and he, like, told her, and, like, made her say it, how it was supposed to be said, and, like, I think ever since he, that was the first time I remember seeing that. And since then, Mm -hmm. other celebrities um, of color or who have um, names that are not basic white people names have started correcting people when they go on interviews or TV shows or being interviewed on the red carpet. So I think that that was really cool. That's fantastic. I kind of like to watch Ellen get schooled sometimes. (laughs) And there's a lot of videos of Ellen getting schooled. And that is one of my personal favorites. Because he just does it so matter of fact, like that's my name, like mm-hmm. don't, don't mess it up, and she shouldn't have. So,
1: yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna do that to my professor because in this next class I have, he always mispronounces it. No! I'm gonna correct him. <laughs> Should we go
0: there? Should we go there and yell
1: at him? Just drop the ball on him right there.
0: Yes. What class? You don't have to say the professor's name. <laughs> What's the class? Uh, it's, a,
1: <laughs> it's really nerdy. <laughs> it's a class on... on I already
0: to- told them you take only nerd classes, so... Uh,
1: it's a class on Leo Tolstoy.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, if he can pronounce Leo Tolstoy, <laughs> he can pronounce philosophy. Am I pronouncing it right? I am.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just had a whole, like, like, what if I've been...
1: Sometimes I'll just mess with people. Like they'll like I thought about doing it to you when you had my name on the board, just being like, ah, uh, that's not how it's spelled. But I thanks did, for trying. <laughs> last
0: week I spelled Colt's name wrong. <laughs> I spelled Bennett <laughs> incorrectly, and I sent him the picture of the of the uh, board, and I was like, oh, it's done, and he was like, there's two T's in Bennett. Oof. oof. And I was like, so.
1: Hey, better to misspell Bennett than to misspell Colt.
0: Okay. Um. All right. I think. Oh, wait, no, I had one more question for you. Um, this is just a fun one. Do you have any examples of times that your stand-up went really well or that it went really bad? Do you have any?
1: Absolutely. I'll, I'll start with the bad so okay. I can t- end, <laughs> end on a okay. high note. Okay. One time Sorry. I had this joke about about uh, Taco Bell and casinos. I thought it was so Sounds good. Sounds killer already. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I, like, rehearsed it. I workshopped it. I thought it was going to be so good. About how, like, you know, you go to the casino, nothing happens, and you just lose a bunch of money. It'd be like going to Taco Bell, spent money, and then you don't get your food. I was mean, saying out loud, it sounds pretty unfunny, actually. <laughs> 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 <A> good one. <laughs> but at the time, I thought it was so good. And then I said it at the loony bin, and there was just dead silence. Like, it was, it was a bad... It was a bad moment, but then I quickly recovered with the with the vulgar joke I Louisa told me not to say now. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: because this is at school. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good oh, laugh. Oh, that's funny. Okay, that's really funny.
1: Best moment was probably... I think my best set was probably the one you saw at Winter Welcome Week. Uh, I'm really, really proud of that one.
0: That one was so good. I, I appreciate it so and much. And you came after... A stand-up comedian who was not doing well. <laughs> I,
1: I thought she was so good. I she, thought she was so funny.
0: She was just super controversial. <laughs> I will never. She forget was just her.
1: going for it, like.
0: She, she. It was a joke about living in the dorms, and then it was a joke about the Republican Party. Like, and it she just was, like was, just back and forth, and I, my jaw was just dropped <laughs> the whole time. I could not hide the look on my face, and that's oh, been my favorite I. part of masks, besides you know, keeping everyone <laughs> safe and keeping my germs to myself, is that I, I'm really bad at hiding my facial expressions, and the mask has really helped me out with that in mm-hmm. social situations, and um, that would have been a good time for me to be wearing a mask, <laughs> because... <laughs> i hope she's doing well um, i hope she
1: is too i hope she's she
0: had some killer jokes it was just <laughs> you know at a school function we we're not expecting that and then you came after it and you were just you were you were so good
1: oh thank you so much You're i appreciate welcome.
0: it yeah okay well that is all my questions do you have anything else that you forgot to say before we get to the questions from my instagram followers
1: I don't think I have anything that comes to mind. Are you having a good time? Yeah. Oh, I'm no, having, no, I'm a, having great a great
0: time. I'm learning so much. I dropped my paper again, <laughs> but I'm keeping track of how many things I've, I'm learning. So. Fantastic! All two of them. Yes. <laughs> 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 okay, so let me pull it up. We've had we've had a lot of audience participation, so that's good. Oh, nice. Um, we have five questions for you. Oh. Preston asks, oh, and man. you know most of these people, so I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you who said them. <laughs> Preston asks, how does stand-up help you day-to-day?
1: Oh, funny you would ask that, Preston.
0: Haha, <laughs> funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I thought there would be an audience. to be a, a laugh check you could put in
0: There's not been an audience the whole time. Shoot.
1: So. Must be in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 kind of like I said earlier, comedy just really helps me with my social interactions. Mm-hmm. Like, just being more comfortable with myself talking to people. I think it's definitely something that can help anybody that's, you know, having issues with that because we all have trouble public speaking or even introducing ourselves sometime. Comedy is a great way to help that.
0: Awesome. Um, another person named Fawaz, I guess there's- What? I have two people named Whom? Fawaz that follow my-
1: Is it two A's or, or three A's? It could be. Uh,
0: yeah. It's just two.
1: Okay, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, They're pretty common.
0: Um, he asks, how do you grow such amazing facial hair?
1: Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I Which is interesting because I you. didn't
0: post a photo of you.
1: Uh, the word gets around. Okay. The, the streets, okay. you know. All right. You and, know how they and talk.
0: And we'll answer the question, please. Well,
1: simple, simple fix, uh, Fawaz with two A's. Um, <laughs> whenever you go take a shower, don't use any soap uh, anywhere. Just use hand soap, you know, or detergent if you want to, you know, really do that. And really just scrub that into the hair. Really just scrub all that stuff into the hair as much as you can, and then don't wash it out. Let it dry in there, and you'll be coming out great.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. That was really not what I was expecting you to say. Yeah. All right, very good. Learning, learning another thing <laughs> about if I ever want to grow facial hair. <laughs> okay, um, Saba asks, do you actually stand up? Can you do stand <laughs> up, sitting down?
1: You know, I guess, you know, technically, theoretically, wouldn't be stand up comedy then.
0: Well, well, there there are comedians who probably can't stand, right? That is true. So that is true. So, I think we have to we have to open open the term. That's a know?
1: fantastic point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's my bad.
0: That's no, that's okay. We're yeah. we're la- we're laughing and we're learning. Yeah. I'm um, learning. I got to make
1: a tally mark for for something <laughs> the one. Now too. One <laughs> tally for learning. <laughs> hey, it's a good thing to learn.
0: Um So, I think It's just tough because then what would you change the term stand-up comedy to?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe the stand-up is, you know, not so much in reference to physically standing up. Mm. It's more like putting yourself out there, putting down what you're, like, what you're passionate about and just standing up for yourself, maybe.
0: I'm, like, about to cry. That is so sweet. I love that. Yes. So stand-up comedy is about metaphorically standing up. There we go. Not physically. Saba, I hope that answers your question. All right, Um, Liz asks, how long does it take to be fully prepared to perform a set?
1: That's a a really good question. I always, for all my sets, I always like prepare stuff like weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. And then it's funny because the one I mentioned I did really bad at OCF, I prepared that way ahead of time, did not do that good. But the ones that I've done like a lot better at are the ones that I change in the last like five minutes to an hour and I just write what's ever come into my head and then I change it even more when I perform. So really you just gotta go with what your gut is telling you in the moment. Like preparations are good and they're a good thing to lean on and bounce off of, but you just gotta follow your gut.
0: Mm. Yep, I love that. Okay, and then Colt asks, Colt last week's (laughs) guest asks, kind of the same uh, as Liz, but there's a follow up. How much time do you spend preparing for a show and do you do any improv?
1: Any improv? You know, I've never actually done improv at it, all. It's always kind of like scared me cuz even though I say like I do a lot of my stuff like in the moment like just mm-hmm. using my gut, I feel like if I if I go into it with that mindset, I'm just going to just going to fail.
0: Well, and there's a like there's a difference between like fully scripted and fully improv, you know. Yeah. And I feel like most stand up is somewhere in the middle. Like yeah. you have like an outline, but you don't know exactly what words yeah, you're yeah. going to say maybe. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So but you you you're not much of an improv guy. Not much. I'd not love yet. to
1: I'd love to try it or get better at it sometime mm-hmm. if Colt wants to do some with me. <gasps> cool.
0: That a double L show <laughs> special. Fawaz and Colt do stand-up comedy about personal finance. <laughs> <laughs> yes?
1: That would be that would be informative and hopefully funny. Just like the show.
0: It just like, <laughs> oh, yes, full circle.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah.
0: Awesome. That is all of the questions that we have from our audience, um, so I guess we, we it's time to wrap up. So let's see, let's calculate the points. I know I dropped my sheet, so let me pick it up and add. I need to add four more tallies. And there are currently 11, so 15. I learned 15 whole things. Floss, how many times did you laugh?
1: It's probably definitely more than this, but the amount of times that I tallied, you got 28. <gasps> oh my God.
0: <laughs> wow, I am really on my game today. Yeah, I think Colt's final tally was what, like 11?
1: Hey, those are Colt laps though. Those That's are like worth their tr- weight gold. Those are
0: harder to work. F- those are, <laughs> those take a lot more effort yeah. too. Well, good, I'm glad I finally won one. My own show, I finally won. Um. Well, good. Okay, well, Flaws, thank you so much for coming on my show, teaching me about stand-up comedy. I've had a great time. I hope you've had a great time.
1: I've had a fantastic time. Thank you so much for having me on here and making me feel like a celebrity.
0: That is all we have, um, everyone for the double L show today. Um, you can catch us next week, um, Thursdays from one to 3 PM. You can listen live via the tune in app on the studio use station or uh you can find these episodes after the fact on Spotify. Um but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. We're going to do some more laughing, we're going to do some more learning. Um and all in all, we're just going to have a good time. Thanks for watching the double or thanks for listening to the double L show and we'll catch you next week.